0: gorgeous george and are you ready junkie nation are you ready well, let's get it all from the fight capital of the world las vegas nevada this is MMA junkie radio, junkie radio. What's going on, Junkie Nation? Gorgeous Georgian goes reporting for duty here on a Thursday morning. That's right. It's Thursday morning. This time, it's our actual delivery date for the second show of the week. You know, usually we sneak in that Wednesday night for delivery, you know, giving a fist bump to the UKers, Oceaners, everywhere else around the world, they can get it a little bit early, and this time it paid off because we wake up to some huge news we're going to talk about it we're probably going to start with it jake paul signing with pfl and already doing his his call outs so that's that's pretty massive and actually it put a smile on my face because of all the uh sad and depressing and uh news you know as of late so we'll get the show started and uh let's start talking about some good stuff here including jake paul with the pfl All right, here we are. So goes that was your idea. I got to give you a shout out. You know, we we could have knocked it out yesterday. Nothing was really stopping us. I'm still in California. You're in Vegas. Um, But, you know, these stories are massive, like what's happened with Phil Baroni allegedly Uh, what happened with Dana White, you know, and even having to cover a little bit of Bonner's passing those are stories that you want to get more information so you can accurately pass it on to your audience. Right. Uh, as more comes in, you know, uh, we share, we, we can speculate, we can opine. This is what should happen or should not happen. But you know, from one night to the next Dana White could possibly no longer be with the UFC or be on some sort of a suspension from the UFC, or maybe he, Flat out refuses not to be. So anyway, that, that's why it, if you can hold on a bit, we did. And and in these last 12 hours, we come back. Nothing on those stories, but Jake Paul signs with the PFL goes. How about that,
1: dude? I had to like kind of double take when I saw that right. Wipe the crusties out of my eyes and go, did I really see that? Uh, man, I really like Jake Paul. I know a lot of people hate this kid, but um, I love the way he looks at life and the way he talks smacks like smack like he he backs it up you know and i i think he's not afraid to look foolish like this dude totally understands the game and uh to kind of like connor in a sense where he's made himself somewhat bulletproof a little bit and uh going into mma that's a different beast there aren't it's very difficult to hand people layups you know, the way you can in boxing. In MMA, it's a little different, especially with a guy that just has very limited experience. You know, we saw what Clarissa Shields, what happened to her. Um, but what were we saying about Clarissa Shields, right? We weren't going, ha-ha, boxing sucks, you suck. We were kind of praising her, right, for, for taking this chance, for coming in, and for taking it seriously. And that's what I admire about Jake Paul, is he takes it all seriously. Even his brother Logan in WWE, um, you didn't walk in like Andre the giant with his skill set, right? Like he was out there flipping and doing all kinds of stuff. These guys, whatever they do, they put a hundred percent into it. And I I admire that.
0: Yeah, I do have to give them their due in that department. It was very easy to hate on them early on. It did look like YouTubers, just blue YouTubers with built-in audiences cashing in on the new way to, to cash in, which is you know pay-per-view streams where you can kind of control your own finances you know you just get everyone to tune into what you're into which they've already done by subscribing to your youtube channel and uh and then give it a go hey look at me and my friends we're just gonna put on headgear and and gloves and sock each other in the backyard and people are gonna tune in we're gonna make some money and i I thought i really thought it'd be something like that i mean as i was figuring out who the hell jake paul was i didn't subscribe i didn't know anything About these guys, but then they get in there and you watch and you're like, okay, well, he's not taking on Terrence Crawford or the Canelo Alvarez or any of the top guys, triple G, whoever, you know, they're definitely not taking them on. They're selecting wisely, slowly, and and, and eventually leading up to some big names. But when they throw a punch, they throw a punch much better than 95% of the planet because like you said once they immerse themselves they do get hire good trainers and they get in there and they they do it now do they have championship skills of course not do they have the types of skills that they could make a career out of boxing you know going up the ranks probably not they're going to you know they'd get caught soon in that department um, but for what they do which is entertain they hold their own along with the athleticism that they have goes. And I were talking about this pre well, we've been talking about this for a lot, but you know, Logan Paul was actually a state wrestling champ, Jake Paul wrestled. And now they're both have. um Great wrestling, sorry, boxing coaches. MMA is a different animal though. It really is like you need years to put all that together. However, again, just like we mentioned with, With uh, their boxing careers, I think with some creative uh, matchmaking, they can make it happen slowly. He's only going to want to fight twice a year. He's part of their super fight series or what they call it. I think, let me see. It's going to be part of the pay-per-views, and the pay-per-views have a name, and I might as well accurately say it, and I think that's what they called it. Yeah, super fight division, all right? And the first thing he wants to do is box Nate Diaz, he's already saying. He's already offered him a contract. I kind of cracked up at that because I guess he, he is an equity partner in PFL now. And so the first the next article you see is Jake Paul offers Nate Diaz and a contract. Here's why I'm laughing because Nate Diaz probably is looking at that and going, bitch, like, I'll fight you, but you ain't offering me nothing. You ain't my boss. You know what I mean? Kind of like it's got that feel to it, like, when McGregor teases the guys from Paradigm and goes, way to go, Boy Leon, you know, Paradigm, oh. and you just made us some money, he kind of punks them a little bit. It kind of has that feel to it.
1: Yeah, you know, when I when I was reading it, I was thinking, okay, Nate Diaz, that, that's kind of crazy, but who's to say he can't do the same thing he does in boxing just in MMA, like to start off, right? So when he started off, didn't his brother... Didn't his brother box that KSI guy or whatever? Yeah, like could he maybe do something like that where you take almost like a CM Punkish type person and fight them, you know, but under the PFL banner, so almost the same thing he was doing in the beginning, just with uh, MMA.
0: Well, I don't know, goes because if you're calling out, Nate Diaz, the first fight's supposed to be in boxing, the second one's supposed to be in MMA. So CM Punk would, would be a letdown mm-hmm. for the MMA match for me. unless but Diaz there's nobody he
1: can fight.
0: And everyone else, you know, uh, was not interested, but in the in the sense of they're just too qualified. I, to me, that would be a let to, to I don't know. That's just to me. What I feel is that it would be a letdown if I'm hearing, hey, I'll fight Nate Diaz first boxing than mma and then all of a sudden i get cm punk in the mma version of it um what i was telling you before the show started was he asked to find fighters that are notorious for just wanting to throw despite their other skills they just love to throw and love to put on a show like jeremy stevens can wrestle but he can leg kick the hell out of you too, and he's got some pretty heavy hands. But he loves to throw those hands, you know, and clay collared, and they're a little bit smaller though. Jake Paul, don't, let's not forget, Jake Paul's about six one, you know, and he probably walks around over two hundred. So I, I don't can he get lower than one seventy? I don't even know if he can get lower than one seventy. He probably sounds to me like a guy that, you know, with all his advocacy for health benefits and fighter pay and all that, I, I, I'm not even sure if he's into the massive weight cuts, but you know, I, I guess it, when you're in a superweight division, maybe you just agree on a weight class and just fight, right? Um, But, like, do you really want to put them against Ray Cooper? Ray Cooper can yeah. wrestle, and he'll make you pay, you know? Um, Now he loves to throw hands. Um, They don't have an actual middleweight division, so the guys have been going up, but you don't want to put them in against shoot face, for example. Um, because shoeface would probably rather just take take the w, you know, and and I don't know. It's just going to take creative matchmaking is all I can say.
1: There's a there's going to be a twist to this. There's no way they can throw him in with an established veteran cuz he's just going in to get served up. And he's a little smarter than that. And what's the idea Well, that's what I'm saying like when you see that, you can't possibly take that seriously.
0: Like there's no way he'd do it. If they did boxing first, he then- would because yeah. the worst he can be is 1-1. One, one. And if it's against Nate Diaz, think about all the money they just made. I think he's willing to to risk that.
1: But they'll never make it to the second fight. He'll fi- he'll figure out a reason not to do the second fight. Oh, he wanted too much. Or he didn't want to fight here under these rules. Like He'll never do the second fight.
0: He strikes you as that type? That, that yeah. almost sounds like a weasel. Why would anybody do that?
1: A second ago, no. you just
0: praised the hell out of him. Now you're saying he would kind of manipulate all that. And I
1: praise the hell out of him for taking an MMA fight. Mm -hmm. But him walking in against Nate Diaz in mixed martial arts is a death sentence. There's no way he would do that. So um, I'm thinking there's a different angle to this. He's going to be fighting different types of fighters or something. I don't blame him for coming. Look, That's a story. It's something that everybody's going to talk about. Of course. Say it. Why not? Right. Why Mm. not? Why not ruin Nate Diaz's day? Have him pick up his phone and go, what the fuck is this guy saying? Why am I getting these text messages? Like, I get that. That's what I love about him, that he'd do that but I don't think that's realistic.
0: I think I've gotten past the stage of he could be kind of a rest, you know, like that would be like a wrestling heel move. Like I, you wouldn't say like, I'm not going to fight him. I punked you. I think that really, really crushes him going forward. Um, But maybe just, Oh, I sustained an injury. And then years later, he kind of winks at everybody and, Just says, Hey, look, I wouldn't, I wanted to stay undefeated and I got him in boxing. You know, maybe, man, but I think I got past that and just think that he sounds serious. And, you know, not that Tommy Fury and and Rachman were like the greatest boxers ever, but they definitely were a step up from, you know, the older, aging MMA veterans in boxing. And he was kind of willing to do that not too long only a couple years removed from him going to a split decision with tyron woodley um he risked it a little bit against anderson silva and we can't say aging because he was aging but a lot of us felt comfortable in saying let's see what happens if he gets in there with anderson Silva," and he did you know uh even dana white said oh let's see if he's got the ball sacked you know and, and that one blew up in his face but i don't know maybe i i i I guess that could happen. You know, anything can happen, but I, I don't think he, I don't think he would do that. Because mm-hmm. you can only dodge him for so long. Um, you know, I mean, I mean he just flat out said, I punked you, but you're as he's saying that, he's also saying, I'm kind of a puss. Perhaps. I don't know. Because you could delay it, maybe, and just continue to get better and hope Nate parties and ages, but Nate does, he leads a clean lifestyle, so I think he can still, I think 50% Nate can still beat Jake even like at as he's approaching 40 or I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's tough to say. You you think he could beat, you know how Nate, sorry, you know how Nick Diaz fought Robbie Lawler? You think Jake Paul could beat Nick Diaz in MMA? Fuck no. Because Nick doesn't kick. Nick doesn't have one-punch power. Nick doesn't really offer much to wrestle and mm-hmm. that's an aging body so everything he learned oh. and just blowing through a double leg you know or working against the fans sure there's some things he can do can jake in, in a year year and a half before he gets that stage fight that off you that's
1: know, different though if you're telling me that they're gonna stand the whole time and there's no possible way that fight ever hits the ground then yeah maybe he
0: could well, not the go. Dance brothers he could don't really it. take the fights to the ground
1: but they find the, they find their way to the ground
0: yeah usually you're getting tired of getting pieced up and so you, you become a wrestler like like conor mcgregor or, i mean yeah I, I, you know you can pull guard there's certain things um i don't know i think i think he'd have a better shot at fighting nick honestly than Nate. but i guess nick's t- still technically under the ufc umbrella funny how nick who was For years not doing anything, still can probably have to fight under the UFC umbrella. And Nate's completely out. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, so yeah, Jake Paul, Super Fight Division. So he's going to do pay-per-views for the PFL. He's an equity partner. And he's already calling out Nate Diaz as part of a series where first they fight in boxing. Then they fight in MMA. And... uh, You know, we'll see. I I bet you he's offering them the most money out there, though. You know, and him and PFL have probably already created this because PFL impressed me when they were going after Cyborg and and, uh, Kayla Harrison to fight. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we're going to transition a lot here because as these names are popping up, I do want to cover Kayla Harrison, but again, probably for a bad reason. And I do want to remind the audience, we will be talking to Puna Soriano, and I uh, didn't mention that at the very beginning, so I apologize for that. Puna Soriano has got a fight coming up against Roman Kapolov. and it's on the first fight night of 2023 here in, well, in Las Vegas. I'm not in Las Vegas, but at the Apex Center, they got a fight night coming up, so uh, that should be fun. We always have a good time with story time, Puna Soriano. Um. Let me see. What did I want to pivot to? So we mentioned KSI. You did. KSI. What? Sorry? No, no, no. Go go ahead. KSI was supposed to fight Dylan Dennis. That's officially off. Is anyone shocked? No. Um, But it's disappointing because not to say I'm a Dylan Dennis fan, I guess I kind of have gotten a kick out of how he's just in all these, you know, Fist the cuffs i guess all this drama out there um and he keeps himself relevant even though he's not technically you know doing it as a legit prize fighter in any way and um you know he, he he's obviously he's got his stick where he tries to be you know some superstar elite and arrogant but it's only a 2 and 0 record that he holds um He's essentially I, uh,
1: trolling the universe. I
0: Kinda, yeah, yeah. He kinda is. And people and some people are falling for it, you know, because he clicks. He say what you will, but he clicks. Um, but you know that that act's gonna run out. And and so KSI's people say that they were told by um hold on one second. Mom, can you keep it down, please? Um all right, so sorry guys, I'm a little distracted here. KSI's manager was saying that according to the reason from Dylan Dennis side is he was unprepared. Did you see that part? Yeah, yeah. And that right there, I'm wondering why did why did that even get put out there? Like, I, I wonder if Dylan's manager, which I, which probably goes back to Tim Simpson, who runs the MMA portion under Adiatar's Paradigm Sports, because. With them having so much, I think Audi oversees everything. And I'm sure Audi has a hand in a lot of things. But Tim Simpson does seem the guy that kind of runs the MMA part. I wonder if he's upset that that got put out there. Or maybe he's teaching Dylan Dennis a lesson or whatever. Because I, I don't think I would have said that. I just would have said he's got an injury or whatever. But, man, that kind of clowns what Dylan Dennis appears to be up to. He couldn't find a, a boxing guy to uh, corner him or anything like that. Kind of almost made him sound like, um, just someone who has no friends or someone that has no clout in the sport. Mm -hmm. Yeah, somebody just didn't take any of this very serious. Which is what we all kind of thought. But I think you just you hide that, either that or you just part ways with the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I don't know, man. Like I I wasn't really. I probably wouldn't have tuned in, but I wanted to know what happened. Just because you're right, like right, like you know, the same way you, you. I don't know about you, man, but I'll almost sit through every Hasbulla Instagram post. Dylan Dennis, for me, is like that. It's like, I'll, I just can't not look. I have mm-hmm. to, even though I know whatever he's going to say is probably bullshit. And but it's kind of funny to me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, me too. And, and I guess, look, I'll confess, I probably do want him to get thumped. Uh, and so that way it kind of comes to an end. But I kind of do get a kick out of how how long he's been able to push this thing without having to get thumped. other than you know whatever happens on the street, some security guard held him down and in, in, in uh, the Jersey Shore, I believe some, some MMA guy kind of socked him up in Austin, Texas recently. Um, that's the punch where he got hit and then he kind of rolled back onto a car. I did watch the interview he did he had with Ariel Hawani and it was it was kind of funny, man. It was really kind of entertaining and funny. Um them going back and forth, but what can I say? I guess there are certain videos, aren't there certain videos for you on the internet that'll just crack you up, you know, whether it's um the dog that goes to the beach and they put him on a surfboard with some cool glasses. They put him on a wave and then he just kind of rides the wave in. Dylan Dance for me is just kind of like one of those animals out there that <laughs> he, he just entertains me somehow. You know, it may be a panda on a unicorn that's been taught wow. how to ride. i no, sorry, I'm not I'm a unicycle, not a unicorn. He wouldn't like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's a bulldog on a skateboard. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of how Dylan Dennis is. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful to say, oh, Gigi thinks he's an animal. No. I'm just comparing him to something like that where you – like you you probably said it even better with Just You're just entertained by a certain person, good or bad. Um, But, yeah, in our sport, it all leads back to, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing that guy get his ass kicked. Now, with Hasbula, I don't want to see that. Uh, I really want to see him fight the other little person. And see how it goes, and I'm on team Hasbula if they do. But the other guy has won me over too. I guess the other guy's kind of a singer or something like that. He was wearing a suit. It's I funny. hope they wait, yeah. I hope they share fight of the night in their efforts, you know. All right, so another thing we said was I said it was Kayla Harrison and Tony Martin, Rocco Martin, Anthony Rocco Martin, whatever he is now, no longer with UFC, uh, no longer with Kayla Harrison, but on. On social media, he threatened to reveal all. And have you hit refresh, goes? Because as of last night, he said he was just fin- putting the finishing touches on all this. And people were sitting around waiting. At first, he wasn't getting many likes or follows or, or anything like that. And then I started seeing a little bit more. Nothing like in the thousands or anything. But um, he was going to reveal some stuff about Kayla, his former boo. Uh, Ali, his manager. And Tyrone Spong, who he's a fellow combat sports fighter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how all those are linked, I don't know. What I do know is that Spong lives in Florida and trains with what do they call Kill Cliff now? That's the mm-hmm. former Black Zillions, then they became so many other things, Hard Knocks, Combat Club, but now they're Kill Cliff. He trains with them, and that gym is about Uh, 10 minutes, I think I heard, away from American Top Team where Tony Martin and Kayla Harrison used to train at. I don't know if Tony Martin's still there, but um, that might be the connection. And I definitely don't want to imply oh, uh, some sort of a love triangle or something like that. I don't know. That's what people are speculating. But the name, Kayla came up earlier, so I figured that was kind of something that was out there. You haven't heard anything? Not, I checked this morning and I hadn't seen anything. Yeah. Look, I don't know. He says this is going to paint Kayla in a bad light. And um, I I don't know what to say to that other than MMA is absolutely bonkers right now, George. It bonkers. is. Bonkers. It is. And I'm just thinking, you know, do you, you have to think these things through. Like, a lot of people get hurt over time you know and and look if someone's done something wrong to you and you can handle it through the authorities then you handle it through the authorities and if that becomes news that way that becomes news that way but this whole thing about just blasting people i don't know uh i i don't know that it's always the best thing because i think it'll it'll also say a lot about you regardless if you were even in the right you know what I mean? Because most things, most affairs can be handled in a civil way, in a professional way, in a ethical way, the right way, a classy way, whatever you want to call it. Most people, if you conduct yourself as a decent human being, you just handle it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Again, even if you are in the right, let's just say, you know, she did cheat on him 10 times. Well, what do you really gain by putting it out there? um it sucked it doesn't take away from the fact that she did which again i'm not saying she is i just couldn't think of another ex- example off the top of my head but whatever it was um is it going to change it i don't know and people watch people watch you still want to stay in prize fighting people are going to align themselves regardless of how they feel you see how people are have dana white's back we'll get to that in just a second but um i don't know uh, well, what, what do you think eventually all happen? Because that was 17 hours ago that he was putting the finishing touches. I'm doing the air quotes now, and he hasn't done anything. So maybe he changed his mind.
1: That or you know what what tends to happen when people put out threats like that is people right away start with the legal, you know, legal threats and cooler heads tend to prevail or something, right? I, I think it's as simple as it, it it comes down to they did something that hurt him. And he just wants them to feel pain. And that's why he's doing whatever it is he's doing. Not saying it's right or nothing, but I think that's just where he's coming from.
0: Yeah, he says, I'll be releasing shit on Kayla H, Ali A, and Tyrone Spong shortly. I mean, I I, I get the Kayla and Ali part because Kayla's managed by Ali. He used to date Kayla. Tyrone Spong, that got me out of, that caught me off guard. Then he said, Kayla won't look so pretty in the world when the truth is out. Ali cared more about politics, and where does Tyrone fit in? Things are going to get interesting. Stay tuned. Just a quick leak before I finish writing everything up and releasing it. Guns, threats, money, lines, cheating, kids, all that is on the table. Uh, Bro, come on. I don't know. I, I, I can't think of anything where whatever it is that this needs to be put out like that.
1: I think he's in a lose-lose situation, because right now, if he were to post it, unless he's uncovering the Kennedy assassination, I, I think people are probably going to go, oh, man, he probably probably didn't have to do that. But now, if he doesn't post it, he's going to look even dumber. You know what I mean? Because why'd you make everybody go through all that? What What's the point with all that?
0: I think if if reason entered his head... He should just not post it. Even if he looks dumber, just not post it and just deal with it however it needs to be dealt with. If it's money he feels like he's owed, or if, if things just didn't work out, well, find someone else. Find someone else that it does work out with, and that's that. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. Misha Tate and Brian Caraway had a, you know, they went their different ways, and now they seem to be happy with a part, you know, and they have kids and significant others. I, I just don't know their status. I don't want to call them husbands and wives, but Johnny and Misha would have two kids now. Um, they're in Vegas. Brian had a kid with a young lady, and I'm not sure if he's in Vegas or back in Washington, so what did all the other stuff that 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 did kind of happen there accomplish? not really anything, you know, so um whatever i don't I don't even know what this is about, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know um yeah, I really don't even know what it's about, but I guess I'm just willing to find out the right way rather than this than this way. If you want to know the latest on Tony Martin after leaving the UFC in 2020 off of a loss to Neil Magny, which, by the way, Tony Martin was. He was in the UFC longer than I thought. He started off with Rashid Magomedov in 2014. And let's see here. Lose to him, lose to Benil, uh, beat Kamois, lose to Leandro Santos, beats Oliveri. So he's two and three. Then he wins two more, Johnny Case and Alex White. So now he's four and three. Four and four because he loses to Olivier Aubin Mercier. But then he wins four in a row. So now he's eight and four. Loses to Damian Maya, eight and five. Wins here, nine and five. Loses to Neil Magny at nine and six. I guess the UFC just elected not to resign him because I was wondering, well, why is he no longer in the UFC? What I'm getting at is his last fight was at CES uh, last Last year, so twenty twenty two in June. Um, I I kind of was wondering why he was no longer in the UFC because I, I had a feeling he had done better in terms of winning versus losing. So why is he just no longer there? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's uh let's talk one more item here, and then I think we got Puna Soriano coming up. So Dana White any thoughts go through your head in these last 24 48 hours since uh, everything's kind of gone down
1: well yeah i mean this happened after our first show so we didn't we, this is the first oh no, i guess of, you're right shit yeah so um i mean this is this is crazy reaction, yeah, I, junkie nation I, yeah so george and i have, have kind of sounded off on this it's so funny man because like i get so many texts when these things go down from people, just friends, family, you know, and there's been so many of these crazy things happening that I've, I feel like I've talked about this so much, but I haven't actually, we haven't actually brought this up yet on the show.
0: Yeah. And I apologize for that because uh, we've, we have talked about it. We've talked about it on our other, you know, our triple G show on Patreon with each other uh, as a staff with all my casual homies. This is a big story, you know, worldwide mm-hmm. everywhere. And I guess this this really is our first time uh, addressing it. So go ahead. Yeah. I mean, look, this is,
1: there's no way around it. This, this is just horrible. It's a nasty thing. There's nothing you can do, nothing you could say that can change it. The only thing, like I always say, the best apology is change. And right now, Dana White, the only thing he needs to focus on is changing, right? You need to, you need to go to some kind of rehab, Take some sort of class, something, but you have to get the fuck away from the UFC right now and put all of your attention on this. Right. And there are so many things that are annoying about all the the situation for me right now. And it's, it's that the UFC hasn't really said much. Yeah. You know, they, they need, they need to say something, whether we like it or not, whatever it is they're going to say, they just have to kind of address it. And, and by not addressing it, um, with a little bit more information than what they've said, to me, that's kind of like saying, well, we just know people are going to do dumber things, and this might just get brushed under the rug. And I don't think it's going to be like that, because even if media doesn't pick up on this as much, or if it goes away on your TMZ talks and all that, at some point, this dude's still got to walk into a room, a room with women, right? Women fight for him. He has to look them in the eye. So, like, I don't think this this can go away. Um, I know he's pretty bulletproof, but I think this one's gonna stick around for a while. And um, they definitely need to do something. I would I would love for them to say, "Look, Dana White is gonna go away uh, for a period, an extended period of time. You don't have to say five months, four months, a year. Just say extended period of time. Um, you know, he deeply regrets what he what he did, and he's gonna try and figure out." Uh, I, you know family first and and figure all these problems out but until then hunter campbell or whoever is going to take over and let that be the thing for now but uh all this I, I, I haven't
0: liked how this has been taken care of yeah and a lot's happened i guess since it broke um which was definitely past our first show of the week So again, apologies for not, I guess maybe we should have let off with that. (laughs) Um, it is wrong for a man to hit a woman. And I will go to the grave with that. If it's if you guys think it's my generation, then whatever, I'll proudly be part of this generation. But I am in shock at how many people even start the conversation by saying, Well, she hit him first. Oh my god, I couldn't believe that was so disappointing to see how that was talked about like all's fair at that mm-hmm. point. Um, You, that's just not the way I was raised. My two parents did not raise me like that, did not raise us like that. And that's not what I learned from my generation. You just don't put your hands on a woman. You walk away. Um, if she continues to hit you you can block yourself i guess until the she runs out of steam or someone jumps in or if you manage to maybe get a hold of uh said person and maybe try and calm them down like i guess maybe that's what he was trying to do by holding the wrist but even that seemed a little aggressive at times but you don't hit back and if i need to explain it to you why then oh my god you really are a moron but i will um we are way stronger than women for the most part and i just think the optics of it the feeling you should have of you should feel like a coward anytime you even think about doing that you know regardless of uh, of what happened now look if someone's coming up to you with a knife and she's a female. Then I suppose you are now in some sort of a threat now to, to your life, and that you can defend yourself. I get that. All right, don't nitpick my words, but in that setting, with what we watched, you got you got hit. You got hit. That's just the way it worked out. Um, you should be plenty mad at Ann White if you're Dana White for that happening. If especially as like they said, it's never happened before. You know, so he should have been very mad. At that to to begin with, and the only issue would then be how's he going to handle it in terms of their relationship, but never to strike back. Uh, There there was no self-defense going on there or anything like that. He could have easily turned around and walked away, and that would have been that. Um, The same goes for a kid. Now, if you got to discipline someone spanking? Sure, I grew up in that one. No timeouts for me. My dad whooped my ass. All right and uh and that's fine I'm, I'm totally fine with that um an animal don't ever don't ever hit an animal don't ever hit an animal don't ever hit a, a senior it, come on man do i even have to explain this to, to people uh i shouldn't have to but i am because i couldn't i couldn't believe how despicable some of the comments were when our editor or sorry our managing editor simon samano did an opinion piece yesterday and 95 percent were well she hit him did you not see that part all's fair in love and war and women want to be treated equally get the fuck out of here you know what that means as far as equality that's a whole other subject that doesn't mean that you know Mm -hmm. i mean these people almost had it like if let's say in was dating some little gymnast all right and she hit him he's entitled to hit her back come on man like get get out of here That, that that means like Women should make as much as men, you know, like uh, in, in certain careers or whatever. I'm not going to argue them all. I, obviously, WNBA is not going to make what what NBA makes, but uh, that that what what they fight for is eventually they wanted to vote. Women couldn't vote before, you know. They wanted to have mm-hmm. certain rights, and then when they, when it was realized that women could do a lot of the jobs that men do, you know, like now some are on NFL staff, some are CEOs, some are politicians, vice presidents, whatever. You know, And and guess what? A lot of them are doing a kick-ass job. That's what that was meant for. Not for, oh, well, if she hits me, I can hit you. Come All on. Grow right. up. And,
1: it's so and, ridiculous. It, it, it's a ridiculous statement. What, what I do think a small fraction of them are trying to say, and they're so poor at communicating. People are so poor at communicating with this. And I would tell my own daughter this. If I had a daughter, I would say, yes, it's absolutely wrong for him to turn around and hit her. But I would tell her, if you ever hit a man, you have to know that is a strong possibility you might get hit back. That That's just the world we live in. I'm yeah, don't hit, right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't, don't, hit don't hit anybody. Yeah, don't hit anybody. Uh, yeah, don't act like that because you will, there's a good chance, get smacked back, all right? But that doesn't make it right. That that doesn't mean that, that uh, just because you did it, uh, it's right for them to do it. But it is a possibility, right? The same way if you're running around town, with, with a gun and, and talking shit, you might get shot. Like, you you never know, right? But what, what I don't understand here is, okay, you guys haven't been listening for a long time. George and I are brothers. If George were to punch me, if we were in an argument and he were to punch me in the face, there's a good chance I might punch him back. Okay? But that's where it would stop because there's something within me that would go, oh, my God, it just hit my brother. What the fuck? Oh my God. I think we would both kind of be in shock and it would stop right there. It's the follow up that really trips me up in this video because he smacks her back, but then he goes after her. And that's this crazy arrogance that a person must have to think A, it's okay to do that. And just even if you put all that aside, what's good and what's not, how about the fact that you're just in fucking public? You're in public acting this way, and you're going. You're two years old. You're going to finish finish the
0: job. Like, what are you thinking? I'm I'm glad you brought that up because there there's a there's a poor slap in the sense of her. You know, if we were to just horsing around, just grade the first two, she definitely got a good one in on him. And Mm -hmm. then he kind of does this weird cupping motion, but then after that, it's like this fury enters into him, and I think he had still held on to her. So now here comes another one, and that is. Oh yeah, well, look what I can do to you. And that's the whole gross part of a man even getting involved like that. You know what I mean? And then you're right, goes, there does appear to be like a shove. In fact, for a moment there, I almost thought it was a a a, a like a ground and pound type strike, but it does appear like he's trying to maybe get off her. It looked like she may have even thrown something back at him at, at the last minute, because it's it's clear, it's grainy, it's clear, it's grainy. Who knows? But what I didn't like is the way he stood over and kind of there was this flex moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the flex moment that us men have when we're in athletics and you dunk over someone, not to say I've ever jumped over to anyone, but well, I guess I have in dunk ball, but uh, eight, eight foot rims, but you know, or when you run over someone on the football field or when you've done something, we do that to each other, right? That primal thing. And, um, but in this instance, it was, it was just that, that moment of flexing over her, like that's the mother of your kids, you know, yeah. and, and you could tell in the video, she ain't no Kayla Harrison. And, you know, and, and he's not tattooed from Fantasy Island. Like, there's no situation here where in any way she could hurt him. Because guess what, folks? I will say this. Domestic violence goes both ways. If he, if this was the 20th time she did it to him and he's never done it to her, and that she repeatedly does it. We got a problem. You know what I mean? Um, but the comment section, it's just very very sad to see that um I couldn't believe that people are out there you know thinking that way you really need to um mature as an adult and realize that that's 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 not that's not the way it is yeah that's not the way it is and I don't it, maybe it's a generational thing or whatever but that's that's just not the way it is um well, and and never should be ever in the existence of, of humanity.
1: If you look at the things that he has to protect in his life, right? He, he is part owner. He still owns a piece of a billion-dollar corporation. He has a family. He has kids. He has status in town. There are so many things to protect, but none of it mattered for that moment. For that moment, it was all about him and his ego. I got hit, and nobody does that to me to me that is fucking insane dude that somebody can actually be that high up in the clouds that they think that way to the first the first lap is insane to me already but the fact that even after that to still have the rage to come forward and, and continue is like at some point george like don't you think about other things in life what am i doing here what is going on? Let's just say was I don't even care the what influence people.
0: Influence of alcohol, and he wasn't thinking clearly. And I do remember when I first met Dana back in 2007, he didn't drink. He didn't drink, and the reason was because he knew that he wasn't a good drunk. Mm-hmm. Then slowly it started coming back around. If I want to say, if I'm guessing here, around 2008, 2009, slowly again reinforcing that. This is something he's doing now, casually, but not like he used to because, again, he was never a good drunk. Now, that could mean – I don't think he was implying, oh, man, I go around and hit women everywhere. I think what he meant was just he gets me into trouble, maybe fights or whatever. And then, obviously, as he became, you know, more powerful and more successful, um, there probably was more opportunities to drink. But now he had people around him. You know, he had people that could, you know – stop him his personal bodyguards his videographer became his friend you know and he was usually around as well um and then his circle of friends he was rich enough to kind of always be surrounded by a circle of friends so that if something started to escalate you know maybe he he was controlled somehow but on this occasion you know you are in a foreign country um you might still think you you're getting the best bottle service, but who knows? I've had some of my worst times overseas as well. When, you know, that country's offerings just hits me a lot harder. You know, I've told you about the, the vomit on the plane and in Lima, I've never done that, dude. I mean, that was like grass and mud coming out of my mouth, you know, on a plane on my own brand new 49ers jacket, but whatever. Um, that's uh <laughs> you know, he as far as punishment goes, I've seen some of the articles out there. This is what I think is the best thing, and then I'll tell you what I think should happen. But I think this is what what the best thing for Dana White, his family, he said he stressed his kids are what is are what means to him the most, and if that's true, then this is what you do you resign. You resign from the UFC. The hell with the suspensions, sabbaticals, hiatuses, whatever. That to me almost sounds like go away for a little while and then um and then we'll fix this. No. Resign. Resign. And like Go said, A, be with your family. All right, because this is gonna trickle down to the family. And unfortunately, all those people that were saying, well, the wife hit him first, all those people go to school with his kids. You know, and he's got like kids in college and high school, I believe, that age. It's going to be, it's not going to be pleasant for them. It's not going to be pleasant for the wife. It's not going to be pleasant for Dana White. So why bring it on to yourself more? Two, cancel power slap. You know, um, get your name off of it. I think the Fertitas have an ownership in it or whatever, and that's about to start. You're completely out of it. You're completely out of that. You resign from the UFC be with your family follow up on what you said your kids and your family mean the most to you and now enjoy the time off enjoy your riches right start golfing i don't know don't do any interviews or anything what i do think though goes is there can be a comeback because i've seen others go through something like this i'm gonna point to mike tyson mike tyson uh was actually in jail for three years and then he came back and still was able to resume his career which was boxing and then after boxing he's been very beloved uh, in entertainment movies doing a show in las vegas his podcast and everything else that happened in the early 90s has kind of been brushed under forgotten about and that's that uh i think dana white could do something very similar or almost like an nfl coach that just needs time to get away they've had their run and then they do television or they do something else, and then guess what? You know, hey, Sean Payton. You know, Sean Payton. I think is being talked about to replace maybe certain coaches here or there. Um, I thought Bill Cowher might come back. He didn't. He stayed in TV. So maybe Dana White just realizes, ah, eh, I really don't need this. You know, and uh, but but maybe there could be some sort of a comeback at that point, and maybe there there isn't. But do it the right way, and do it like you mean something, and really do what Go said, and that's get some help. If it means quitting drinking again, then that's what it means. Um, and definitely showing the people how much you meant what you said, that we don't tolerate this in the UFC. Basically, what I'm saying is, Dana, what would you do if this was one of your own fighters? Now, kind of, it has happened in the last few years, and he hasn't done anything, most notably John Jones. I don't know what that stage that case is at or whatever, so I got to say allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. But it does appear to... Have, something have gone down after last year's hall of fame, you know, um, but, but back in 2014, he said, there's just no place for it. You know, with Greg Hardy, he was promoting him. Um, and and I know on a technicality, I guess all of the actual legal charges wound up going away or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, what would you do to your own fighters? That those were your own words. So step aside Dana White and, and step aside, Butch, um and be with your family and then let's like go so let's see what your actions are like let's see if they talk more than your words use some of that money to actually advocate for what you're you're standing for
1: right the um here's what i think would happen though because of the way that they've handled it so far i think that's uh i think that's him kind of maybe trying to, to to see if all this will blow mm-hmm. over you know that that's what the strategy seems like is happening right now but if I'm Dana White, see, power is an addiction as well. Oh, yeah. Right? And I think he's addicted to power.
0: That's and what so
1: what I'm thinking, if I'm Dana White, is I think they put up with Dana White and some of the things he says and the way he is, because he, he, you know, you have to give him props for what he did with the company. Right. I don't think that a lot of people, if you put them in that role, could have made the UFC what, what it is today. You kind of had to be a little Dana White-ish to make that happen. I think that if he goes away for six months, a year, and the UFC's still making money, I think he's afraid that people will realize maybe we don't need Dana White for this thing to be successful, and he would lose out on all that, being the man. And I think that's what scares him
0: more than anything. So, Which he's kind of said before. He thinks it's a smooth-running operation, and he said, one day when I'm not here... This thing will continue, but that one thing is to say it. And the other thing is to experience, right?
1: But, but, but the way everybody's reacting, the way the UFC is reacting right now leads me to believe that behind closed doors, it was, it's just, let's just see if this thing blows over. You know, that's what, what it feels like right now.
0: It's been disappointing, but this is the world we live in. And that's, it hasn't been covered. Like when it's another athlete, when it's an athlete or a celebrity, it's definitely covered way differently and um it's been a little disappointing in that regard call it like it is strikes and balls like they say and you know if, if he was asked about someone else he'd definitely have an opinion mm-hmm. um he said i i'm embarrassed i'm humiliated people are going to say a lot of stuff about me and i deserve it all i was kind of a little impressed by that to tell you the truth um I didn't like the whole, hey, look what we have. We have news, and we have the guy, the star of the video, Dana White. You know, like that whole execution of it all, you can just see behind it the, the pre planning of how this went down. Um that TMZ kind of lobbed up some softballs. I think ESPN also didn't go in on them. They like they would go in on on someone else. But I'm telling you, for Dana White's own sanity, um, he can't walk into that office, the UFC PI, where there's 300 employees and many of them are women. They're not going to look at you the same, you know, but in three years, they can, I'm telling you, they can, because if your actions speak louder than the words, you will be respected because guess what? We all make errors and we can all have, uh, you know, a lot of people believe in second chances, but um, you have to play by the rules like the rest of us on this planet do you know and and that's showing some compassion this would be a large statement towards his company the females of his company the, the ones that fight for him the ones that work for him um the future generations of fighters that know even the top guy won't be tolerated his uh owners that you know at endeavor his partners at espn that that goes all the way to disney to them to sponsors to the people in his community, to his kids, if he really means what he said about his kids, to his kids as well, that he was putting willing to put all that aside to not put not drag his family through all this. I'm telling you, anything he posts, if the, the 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 stuff that hurts is going to come with it. And even if you say, "Well, I never look at the comments or whatever," guess what? People do. Why put your family through that?
1: Mm-hmm. But you know what? He said something about the rules. The rules have changed. And if he does come back, he's going to have to be different. He can't be going off and doing saying crazy shit and coming at people. Uh, The rules have changed. And there is a trump card now that people will pull every time he's an asshole. So if he does come back, I don't think he can come back the way he was before. He's got to be more chill. He's got to be chilled, Dana White.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I think he was leading in that direction anyway with this whole discovery of health. Um... You know, losing for almost forty pounds and being able to do things that he wasn't able to do before. You know, he said he was waking up with pain in his legs and um, not not a clear head, and who knows what else. Uh, I think somewhere along the lines, he did say something about his his TRT count or something like that. It was part of this, so some people might tie his rage to that. Um, but it did seem like he was, you know curbing, I guess, a little bit of his vice towards abusing his body with with his diet. And I thought maybe that with that came also drinking less, but apparently not. Or maybe being the smaller man, those same amount of drinks, you just can't take them like you used to, you know, because a lot of drinks have, you know, not just the alcohol in them, but they have sugar and along with anything else you might be taking, who knows how that affects your body. Um but and being in a foreign country, don't underestimate being in a foreign country. I'm telling you, man. It's- Sometimes the, the alcohol is brutal, you know. Uh, when when you go somewhere else, and 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 trust me, he's probably getting the the top shelf stuff. But sometimes you think you're getting the top shelf stuff, you may not be getting it. I'm telling you, man. In other countries, they will put it over on you easily. Um, but yeah, the the sad thing is we haven't heard anything yet. And I think it would have been a lot more powerful of a statement had a lot of whatever's going to happen happened already. TBS isn't commenting, you know, they're the ones that are supposed to do the super power slap league or whatever. They haven't been commenting on it. UFC is referring, you know, saying the the PR statement is the TMZ interview. And then I guess uh, ESPN and others are saying, hey, check with the UFC. It, it's, it just seems like everyone's playing hot potato in that regard. And that part is a, a little disappointing. Uh, I do realize it's a big figure. I do realize that endeavor shares have just dropped just because of the news of this, which means there's an anticipation of what could happen. So I realize that big money's being moved around. but um I still think the UFC can succeed uh, without him and you know, but but um I, I disagreed with Kevin Ioli saying I think he needed to sit out. He said briefly, and then he may have even specified in the article a month or two, or two shows, or who knows what. I mean, that's just the beginning of of. So I'm looking at it from two ways. I'm looking at it as a punishment, I think, but what's best for him? Because guess what, goes. uh, I've always kind of liked this guy, admired what he did, and um, I don't agree with everything he says or does for sure, but you know, he has done some. amazing things on many fronts um but in this regard that was a terrible thing that he did a despicable thing that he did a cowardly thing that he did and i think right now for the best of him and his family he needs to just step away i agree yeah um unfortunately we won't have puna soriano but be on the lookout for that because we do plan a reschedule and uh we definitely want to talk to him about his fight versus Roman Kapilov. You can always go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash MMA Junkie video for all of our interviews. That's where they wind up in their entirety. If you see a recap, like an interview, an article, sorry, on our on our uh, website with some video highlights and you think to yourself, oh, man, well, what what else did he say? This one was the, the, these with Puna have always been pretty good. So I got a feeling this one will be just as much fun. We know him well from being around the Extreme Couture gym. So we definitely look forward to that chat. Also, while we have you, on January twenty first, UFC starts again their pay per views for twenty twenty three. UFC two eighty three in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Goes and I will be doing a watch along. So we're already letting you know about that. We already got the green light, and uh, you know, you know the deal. Jamal Hill and Glover Teixeira will be fighting for the UFC undisputed light heavyweight title and then brandon marino and Davison figueredo will be going at it it's part 40 just kidding part four <laughs> davidson figueredo puts his undisputed flyweight title up against brandon marino um we have just a little bit of time here phil baroni we guess we haven't talked about that one either um phil baroni arrested in mexico for allegedly murdering his girlfriend wow just when you thought it couldn't get worse um Phil is a guy that we knew very well in Las Vegas because he lived in Las Vegas. We live in Las Vegas. So we kind of ran the same circles. But aside from that, Phil did commentating gigs with us. Phil co-hosted our show many times. Phil uh, was just the guy we ran into a lot, I guess. But we did a road trip with him, and he stayed at our parents' house. Um, before all that, before I say even even more if this is true which it appears to be i'm devastated for the family of that young lady mm-hmm. and um any life that's lost just always seems to be too soon regardless of age my buddy gabe lost his sister you know and she's but probably around 60 but she seemed like she had so much more life to give you know and that's probably 30 years older than probably the young lady that phil was with so i'll always say that but um you know condolences to her family and then as far as phil well that's a whole whole other story um you know they had what appeared to be an argument it got physical i just don't know the degree of it because he's kind of given two stories to the to the cops but somewhere along the lines uh when he threw her around she hit her head and that was it now what the follow-up was i don't know was there more s- strikes it appears to be how many more i don't i don't know what the rage was like or i don't know if it was just you know um an accident in terms of many domestics that just get out you know get out of my face or you throw someone here never intending to kill him but just in your own rage, which again, I, I, I don't, I could never do that. You just felt like you wanted to maybe put the hurting on someone. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. I, I, I don't know what else to say. I, uh, I guess Phil will have to deal with the consequences of his actions. Once all this is tried and once all this goes down, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know if he'll be, Extradited, or if that's handled over there, I imagine it'll be handled over there. Um, and what the consequences will be, uh, but just it was really, really sad. This is this is a guy that I know he rubbed people the wrong way in his career as a fight in fighting and at other times, but he still managed to be kind of a favorite of many people, uh, on social media. And I wish he would have walked away from the sport earlier, but. It's impossible to think that this isn't tied to pugilistic dementia.
1: And that's the thing. If you look at Phil Baroni and the generation of fighters that he belongs to, that generation of fighters isn't doing too well, man. Oh. You know, and that that's gonna start um, you know, as soon as that generation gets older, you know, the next one is already starting to to get a little bit older. This is a brutal sport. And um, you know, there's a lot of head trauma that goes along with this and uh it's unfortunate everything that happened, and I'm sure more details will come out soon. But uh man, like this is not a good time for MMA.
0: It really isn't. Every day I keep thinking Habib was wiser wiser than we thought. He may not break the record for most title defenses. Um, but he made a lot of money. He never lost. Um, he didn't really take damage. Yeah, he didn't really take damage. So, I and you know he's well respected amongst the community. Greatest of all time? I don't know. Not not for me, but in the conversation, sure, you can bring him up. I'll listen. Um, and in our sport, I'm not sure they'll ever be like a clear cut. I mean, John Jones is pretty hard to top. George St. Pierre. The arguments that come in for those guys, those are pretty tough, hard to top. Uh, we'll see how John Jones finishes his career because usually it's those losses. You know, when you're undefeated, it's like the guys ever lost. But then you take a couple L's on the way out and you're like, did you see what happened? You know, mm-hmm. but um, our sport is definitely different from others in many ways. And this week has been, these past few weeks have been a little bit of a very depressing in terms of what it is we actually cover it's it's a unique sport uh it's a sport that continues to grow it definitely entertains i wish we could almost always just be talking about the great fights that have taken place you know the the ko's and everything but these little things that trickle out years later that's definitely something we have to accept and and understand and hope we can find ways to change it
1: yeah for sure
0: All right, thank you so much to everyone for tuning in. As always, you can watch, you can catch our show in its entirety over at Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and definitely keeping up with the sport over at MMA Junkie. That's your best bet, MMAJunkie.com. The app is available for all mobile phones and tablets. It's free, the app. So check it out. I was showing it off at Verizon when I got my new phone and people were downloading it. And uh so much available to you there. The events tab, which tells you what's happening, what's happened, the rankings, so you know who's involved, who are the big players, and all the news that's there. Our YouTube channel just blowing up, youtube.com forward slash MMA junkie video. 1.2 million followers on Instagram. The gram is blowing up. Uh 900,000 on Twitter, 800,000 on Facebook. However you consume your social media, your news, we're there. So look us up and check it all out. All the links are on the front page of the website. Catch Spinning Backlick live Mondays, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And uh, we'll see you all on Monday. We'll we'll see you all for Spinning Backlick and for MMA Junkie Radio. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Go out and be a champion.